IDS Talks is a podcast dedicated to helping corporations and law firms find new and effective ways to leverage data, giving them a decisive advantage both in and out of the courtroom. Hello, and welcome to another edition of IDS Talks. My name is Hunter McMahon, and I'm the COO of IDS, and I'm joined here today by Rich Bracken. Today, we're going to have a great conversation about how can we leverage technology such as AI to do more, to do better, not just less. But before we get started, Rich, why don't you give us a little introduction about yourself? Hunter, good to see you, man. I am Rich Bracken. I am a about a 10-year veteran of the legal industry and have been speaking on topics like leadership, emotional intelligence, uh, and recently how leadership and emotional intelligence play into the role of AI within organizations. So been speaking around the world uh, to different legal organizations, law firms, and house counsel groups. So it's a pleasure to be here, and I'm excited to have this conversation. Awesome. For those of you who don't know, I met Rich, what, about two years ago at a conference yeah. Uh, the Legal Operators Conference, and uh, it, we we connected afterwards, and you actually come and sp- came and spoke to our group in D.C. and and had a good time there. But there's a lot in that emotional intelligence world. That there's a lot to that, particularly on leadership. But how are you using it? How are you leveraging technology or AI other than Zoom? Yeah. So the the main thing that I've done uh, with AI is the the it's taken some of the pressure off of me to ideate things. So I am a content creator all day long when I'm putting stuff on LinkedIn, when I'm putting stuff on my blog, when I'm doing the podcast. And I'd love to say that I'm an endless fountain of ideas. And usually when I talk long enough, which is every single day, something comes out that's smart, but or something comes up that's a really fun idea. Uh, but so what I will say- you just need to keep talking until it comes. You law of averages, this. dude. Law of averages. <laughs> the more I talk, something smart and or ingenious will come out. Um, but what is nice for me is that I'll leverage AI for content creation ideas. And so the other day I'm doing a weekly newsletter now where I needed 52 different positive habits and 52 negative habits to talk about. So for me to sit down and come up with, you know, 104 different things or 104 different ideas would have taken forever. And in a matter of seconds, I at least have the basis to go off of those things. Now I will say that, I'm not one that completely leans on the AI crutch as far as content creation goes. I'm not going to have some, I'm not going to have a program go and write all the content for me. I want to be authentic in that. So, but the, the, the mental tax that that takes off of me to come up with those ideas and things that are relevant to my audience, it's a godsend. Like it's a, it's an amazing opportunity. So you're able to use it as an accelerated whiteboarding session in essence. That's a perfect way of explaining it. It's a per- but, it's, it's, but you're still going to take it from the whiteboard and distill it down to curated content. Correct. Correct. You're not just yeah, taking a picture and sending it off. Yeah, and and I think you know that is where I think the danger of AI comes in for a lot of leaders or content creators or marketers or somebody that's trying to build a personal brand. And a lot of times you could pick up on it pretty quickly when you see somebody's content consistently. So I am colorful enough that I can't ever rely on AI 100% because it's it's still going to have a little bit of a formal robotic robotic feel to it. It's just going to, you know, because that's the one drawback of or one of the drawbacks of AI is that there's no emotion. And I'm a very emotional writer. I like writing with comedy and, and analogies and metaphors, and I want those things included. I can't rely on AI to pull that off for me. 
and it's not going to be authentic to me. And it just, uh, maybe I'm a little bit old school. Maybe I'm just a little bit of a softy in this sense. I want my content to be from my voice, from my fingers, from my hands, what, whatever I need to do. But as far as the ideation comes up, I'll, I'll lean on that all day long. Now you, you speak often to the legal community. You, I think you recently spoke to a couple hundred in-house folks. Mm -hmm. How are you suggesting that they use it in their leadership? Yeah. So I think one, when we, when they're working on it, like we worked on executive presence yesterday, that was the big topic of the day. And I presented on this and I would do workshops for companies as far as that goes. And so when we talk about different situations and ways to handle things, like how would you handle confrontation? You can go into AI and come at least come up with some ideas because otherwise you're going and perusing all these articles and you're searching online, you're trying to find all these things. But if you go into AI and just say, what are the top 10 ways to manage verbal confrontation? Or what are the top 10 ways to pivot in a conversation based off of somebody catching you flat footed? You can at least get a baseline list of things that you can explore as opposed to trying to aggregate a whole bunch of information from a whole different bunch of different articles, and you're spending the time to go do that. So I'm I love being a resource to them. But at the same time, there were over 400 attorneys on that webinar. So for me to be able to, to give the time to 400 plus people is is impossible. And so that allows them to go in and search these things. So if they have a situation where Maybe they've come out of a confrontational conversation and they want to do better next time, or they're going to present on something and they're concerned about being asked questions that they don't know. You can go in and ask those questions and at least get a few bullet points on things and ways to handle those. So in that instance, though, you've gone from how you use it insofar as ideation to almost accelerated learning. Correct. So instead of going and finding 52 articles and trying to understand how to deal with a scenario or deal with whether it's a team member, a, a client, a cohort, or something like that, you're using it to say, hey, I've got this situation. You give me information, almost like having information come to you as opposed to you go find it. Correct. Yes. And, and even if you wanted to go the route of searching a white paper research report on this topic, or you want to go look at an article or, or you know, you want to read a, 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 an extended section on a topic that relates to what we talked about in executive presence, you can even, even have AI summarize the article for you. So if you have something that is 10, 12 pages, and you don't have the time to sit down and read it, maybe it's something from, from Harvard Business Review, and you'd like the summation of it, you can throw it into AI and it'll sum up the points for you and understand and help you understand quicker. So however you want to, I like the accelerated learning aspect of this, where it's not only accelerated, but it's a little bit customized specific to the question that you have. So it's, it's Google Plus, really. There we go. So I, I use Blinkist, which provides book mm. summaries. And, and and I've used it for years on a way to consume a lot of books. Uh, and it's not AI generated, or at least not that I know of. But what it allows me to do is understand a topic as a whole or understand the topics from a book that usually allows me to go deep dive into a topic that I found relevant, or want to learn more about. And that's in mm. essence, how you're saying from an accelerated learning, bring a lot of information to you, find out what works, and then it, but but still go and do your own research, right? Don't Correct. don't allow that to be your sole source of information, which really brings us to, okay, this all sounds great. And, and I do think that there's a proper way to use it. What are the limitations? Where have you where have you gone? Who whoopsies? Like you you mentioned tone earlier and style. Yeah. And I I think 
when you have somebody, and we'll go back to leadership too, when you have somebody that's really trying to carve out their own brand of leadership, or they're trying to have a really positive influence on their teammates, and they're trying to learn to be a better leader, I applaud them for going and doing that research. But if they're trying to convey or take that information and translate it, it sometimes get, gets lost in translation because AI does not have the emotion. They don't have the, the circumstantial um, facts as far as what they're trying to get done. So there's going to be that, that, that human-centered learning that needs to happen, that if people rely too much on the AI crutch, they're going to sell themselves short. And again, authenticity is everything when it comes to content creation, when it comes to leadership, when it comes to these conversations. Emotional intelligence is a huge one too. You can't go and fake these things. You can learn to a certain point, but if you don't add in the emotional ability to take the information and translate it, if you can't authentically buy into what's being said and, and speak in front of your team or speak to your clients or speak to your organization with that level of empathy, you're limiting yourself. And then also you're, you're limiting a lot on the creative side of things, because if we're, you know, if, if there are 10 leaders in the legal industry trying to be better leaders and they're all going out and looking at the same thing, yes, there's going to be a little bit of modification based off search specificity, but at the same time, it's not going to be that far from center each and every time. It's not going to be that unique that if you lined them up, they didn't all sound the same in a very uh, robotic sense. So adding in the element of creativity also is a big piece of your personal brand. You know, I know some leaders that are phenomenally creative and some that aren't. But if you add in any kind of creativity whatsoever, that's going to help your impact. And so I think when people rely too much on just what it, what AI spits out to them, that is really going to be detrimental to those individuals that are trying to progress their leadership, trying to pro pro progress their brand and or their impact. They're really going to run into some pretty heavy walls. Well, but isn't it almost like a pilot flying an airplane, right? You know, your input into the AI is the takeoff. You're, the pilots are still doing that. Mm -hmm. And then when you're in cruising altitude, maybe that ideation, that generation, that give me the list, that's kind of, your, you know, you're up at 36,000 feet going somewhere, but then you're going into land. You're bringing in that final touch. You're understanding what is going on and you're putting your own personal brand so that when you communicate, via writing or 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 via the delivery of the strategy it's still you communicating it is not the robot right. well and and two i think the other limitation that comes to mind is if you've got somebody cuz i've talked with a few people that are either content creators or consultants like oh yeah i use ai all the time for my content creation well that's all well and good but if you're literally having information spit out and all you're doing is copying and pasting and you're not actually investing in the content itself, can you imagine if you went out and put out this great you know, LinkedIn article talking about empathy and leadership and then somebody stops you in the hallway at a conference and says, oh yeah, I saw your article on empathy and leadership. I would love your thoughts on this. It's almost like cheating on a test, right? <laughs> like I didn't read the book. I, you know, I just, I, I copied off of my next door neighbor when I was taking the test. So if you don't invest in that, the ability to extend the conversation when it is a person to person conversation becomes abruptly stopped. It is going to be a problematic situation. And so again, from a credibility standpoint, from an authenticity standpoint, and from a personal brand standpoint, that is that is such a danger red zone that, you know, again, use it, use it as a baseline starting point. But you've got, you have got to invest the personal time and interest in developing the content from that point forward.
But I, I really like the two opportunities, right? It, it's the self-ideation, if you will, almost like mm -hmm. musing with a whiteboard and, and understanding and trying to develop a content. And sometimes those ideas come back better. Maybe it's able to connect two dots or be able to join two, two thoughts that you couldn't quite figure out how they go together or doing quick research. Mm -hmm. But it, that that is a jumping off point, is an acceleration point, not an end strategy. And I think that that's Correct. that's really the opportunity, but also the caution note for leaders, because at the end of the day, it's it's people you're leading, and mm -hmm. you need to actually be authentic in that leadership. Not, hey, I pulled in a quote from over here, but I called it my own, and and we're we're moving forward like that. There's right. that only goes so far, and that's where the walls are going to come in. Exactly. Exactly. So just be very cautious of that as you move forward. No, absolutely. Absolutely. So Rich, tell tell the audience where they can find you if they want to know more about all, all of your speaking and the emotional intelligence side of things. Yeah, head over to richbracken.com. Everything is over there. I've got podcasts, videos, my keynote topics, um, even a little bit, bit of a background page in my, my reinvigorated DJ career. So lots of really cool stuff there. But head over to richbracken.com. Everything is located there. Awesome. Now, Rich, I know you ran a marathon once. Anything big this year? Um, never a marathon ever again. Um, so <laughs> that will never, ever be on the list. I don't I don't care if AI tells me to go run another one. I will not be doing that. Um, you know, this year is going to be the year of uh, a couple of really big presentations that I'm excited about. And I am quiet. Well, I was quietly until I just announced it on your podcast, um, working on a TV show treatment. So that is my number one project that I'm working on right now. It is in the works. It's moving along slowly, but surely. Um, but yeah, there's a, a TV show that I've always wanted to write. And I had the idea not too long ago, and I'm putting it forward. There we go. Awesome. Well, I look forward to watching it. Uh, thank you to the listeners uh, who are joining us today. If you want to learn more about IDS or subscribe, visit us at IDSINC.com or wherever you normally get your podcasts. Thanks again, Rich. Really enjoyed it. Thank you, Hunter. Appreciate it, man.